Welcome to The Awesome Little Show, the podcast that's turning daydreamers into dream chasers. My name is Olga, your advisor and guardian, here to help you unlock your power and amplify your magic so you can chase your dreams with confidence and shine like the gem that you are. So get ready for your magical girl transformation because the villain we are fighting today is the dread of the daily schedule. While it might seem like you need to pick just one way to plan your life, I would argue that calendars can and should be easily customized for different purposes. There are many types of scheduling setups I use in my own life to keep things running smoothly. Customizing your calendar is key because each type of calendar serves a unique purpose depending on what kind of activities and tasks occupy your time and what style works better for all the things you have on your plate and also mentally and sometimes emotionally. Even though one kind of calendar or planner didn't work for you, it doesn't mean it can't. You might think that a good old calendar and planner may not work for you and you could be right. Or you need a new system for an old tool to finally reach those goals. I'm here to tell you some of my favorite calendars and planners, digital and old school, so you can find one that you might like. I'll also share different ways I break down my own schedule to get things done and some really good bonus tips that you need if you're ready to rock your calendar without trying too hard. Your dream life isn't something that only happens when you're asleep or on vacation. Your dream life is what you make it. Chasing your dreams means making plans for how you want your future to look. So whether those are daily goals, weekly actions, monthly projects, or yearly ventures, dreamers need a system they can rely on day to day. So what can we use to make plans that we actually stick to? Here are some of my favorites. Let's jump in with the tried and true Google Calendar. Now, I've tried to use it in the past and it didn't work for me, but now I use it every day. Don't be afraid to retry things in a new way. Google Calendar is free and you probably already have it. You can view your schedule by month, week, or day. It works well as my daily calendar because it has a bar that flows down the calendar as time passes so you can just glance at it on your computer and see if you're on track. You can set events or tasks by 15 minute increments or have tasks that are marked as all day. And I use that feature when I know I need to get something done at some point during the day, but I don't have to necessarily schedule a time for it. Something like check the mail or sweep the kitchen. Something that isn't urgent, but I'd like it to be done that day. Google Calendar lets you sync your different devices and it also syncs with other digital calendar services. I like that I could add tasks on my phone and then when I go work at my computer, I can view it there. It automatically updates all of your schedules across your sync devices every time you make adjustments. Also, you can make shared Google calendars with your partner or family or friends, but not have to share your own calendar. You can still keep your things private. When you want to view all your different calendars, you just easily toggle which ones you want to see from the sidebar. You just switch them on and off. I would recommend using Google Calendar because you probably already have it. It has a simple interface that anyone can learn quickly. And I really love how you can make multiple calendars and toggle them on and off. So you see tasks and events from just that one calendar, just that one section of your life. 
I can't talk about my schedule without talking about this next and possibly my most favorite tool for planning, Notion. Notion is a scheduling, planning, organizing, note-taking, list-making powerhouse where you can customize things as you like and even use formulas to keep track of your finances, tasks, and more. And it's free for personal use for one user. The calendar on Notion leaves a bit to be desired. It doesn't have the in-depth functionalities as Google Calendar does, but I still use the Notion calendar in a monthly view to have a full overview of the month and track some things. Calendar aside, Notion has so many other tools. It's where I write and keep all of my ideas, scripts, to-dos. I have journals in there. I use it to track my goals, chores, errands, business, notes from masterclasses, and quotes from books that I read. If you like Trello, Notion has a similar board layout. If you like the idea of Asana or Monday, Notion has a timeline manager, and it's free. If you like Workflowy, you can also make a toggle list in Notion. However your brain works, you can most likely set up something in Notion that will match how you want to store and access the information of your life. Again, it's free for one user, and if you want even more features and to share it with like say team members, you can always upgrade. Now, if you enjoy creating your routines the old fashioned way on paper, I love the Happy Planner brand. Why? Because one, they have different sizes of planners that go from mini that you can carry around with you in your handbag to a big old chunky planner that's perfect if you love having something to look at on your desk all day. You can quickly glance at it and keep track of where you are in your workday. Two, the inside of their planners have different layouts, horizontal, vertical, dated, undated, for wellness, for teachers, for students. They have themed planners and they come in so many different designs. Three, you can add or take away pages as needed. You can add a note sheets in the middle of your week to track habits or to make shopping lists. It's completely customizable and I love that. Four, they have tons of accessories that make planning fun, like stickers so you can create looks for each week. You can make it spooky for Halloween or bright and fun with flamingos and umbrellas for summer. They also have themed tracker stickers for fitness, seasonal stickers, budget, motivation. They have it all. When I first learned about Happy Planner years ago, they had a lot and now they have so much more. And they've even started to collaborate with big names like Disney. And I'm excited to see what else they do in the future. That's why I recommend Happy Planners. Because they care. They innovate. They're constantly being creative. This brand makes pretty and customizable planners that you can match to your style and use however you'd like. Before I go on to ways to set up your schedule, I want to share one more paper planner. And that's a bullet journal. A bullet journal is completely customizable because it's a planner that you build yourself. You take an empty notebook and you build your calendar and weekly planner and habit trackers and whatever else you like from scratch. This way you can tailor your layout exactly how you want. Bullet journal users also track books they are reading, monthly bucket lists. There are tons of ways to build and use your bullet journal. 
Some people enjoy structure that an already done for you planner has and others thrive on building and using a system that they've personally created and catered to them. I would say that digitally, Google Calendar is similar to a paper planner and that Notion is more like a digital bullet journal because it's so customizable. So if you want to build a planner and system from the ground up, try a bullet journal. All right, now it's time for some fun ways you can use any planner, regardless of which kind you pick. These are systems that will go into whichever planner you choose. First, I will start with my current favorite way to plan my day, and that is quartering my days. How this works is you break down your day into four sections and name each one. I have mine named Q1, Q2, Q3, and Q4, with Q standing for quarter. But you can name yours morning, afternoon, evening, and night, or anything else creative that you can come up with. What you do with these quarters is you set a schedule for what you will do in each quarter. If you sleep eight hours a night and you have 16 hours awake, broken into four quarters, that's four hours for each section. You can set what kinds of things you want in each quarter. Maybe you wanna have a mindful morning. So that first quarter of the day is focused on meditation, self-care, breakfast, journaling, learning, this schedule works for me because I know that when a certain quarter comes, I'm shifting my focus and only focusing on that. Instead of worrying about all the things I have to do for the whole day, I'm only thinking in four hour slots and that's it. If you are intrigued by block chunks of time to get things done, you may enjoy the next system on my list called time blocking or task batching. Use time blocking by grouping similar tasks together and doing those for an allotted period of time. You choose the length of time and the tasks. So for me, I like to group all the writing I need to do together. Or if I need to record, I will do all of that together and so on. There are other rules and guidelines that people add to this type of system, such as for every three hours of work, you get a social block of one hour. So you can have work blocks, social blocks, life admin blocks, self-care blocks, whatever kind of blocks you'd like, and you can build and balance your time that way. So you can design your days with balance in mind. I love the idea of time blocking and I still do it when I can't do my full quarters, but I especially love time blocking, not on an hourly scale, but on a bigger scale. Which leads me to my next and one of my favorite things to do, is themed days. Having themed days is like time blocking, but on a much bigger scale. So these are things like self-care Sunday, where that whole day is dedicated to recharging, relaxing, and prepping for the week ahead. Or say, for example, you dream of drawing and posting cute doodles of cats online. You wanna practice your art and find and grow a following of other cute cat lovers like you. You might dedicate your Mondays to learning about art and looking for inspiration, your Tuesdays to drawing, your Wednesdays for interacting with your kawaii kitty lovers group online, and so on. You could even do this for full weeks at a time, like the first week of the month will be cleaning week in your house. The second week is financial week where you pay all the bills, do your budget, and then the third week is something else, and so on. 
The thing is, I have tried all of these different systems, the time blocking, the theme days, and they work for different areas of my life during different seasons. You can mix and match and combine them for different areas. You don't have to stick to one, you can mix and match and combine them however you'd like. You can use time blocking for work days, and then theme days at home. You can use quartering your days on the weekends. Try different things and see what it changes for you. See what you can accomplish. My next system is not for managing time, but for managing your energy. Energy planning is intuitive planning for the energy you will have throughout the day, the week, the month, the season. You can set up different plans for a low energy or high energy block. So if we break this down and think about this in a daily situation. So for a low energy morning, your tasks may include stretching a bit, having a smoothie, and meditating. Or if it's a high energy morning, then you might go for a jog and make a full breakfast and do journaling. You can make different lists. If I have high energy, I'll do these things. If I have low energy, I'll just do these things. It's all about being flexible and recognizing that we won't always have energy for everything we set out to do. This also helps you become more aware of how your energy fluctuates throughout the day and how you plan your schedule to fit that, not try to fit yourself into a schedule. There are those that also do cycle syncing based planning, depending on the hormones in your body and how they affect your energy and mood. There are so many ways to plan your day. So try these different systems. Just start with one and see what aligns with you, what works for you. And if something isn't working, just reevaluate and try something new. Don't give up. The third part of our awesome little show today are my favorite tips for planning that you can use regardless of which calendar, planner, or system you choose. But first, I'd like to invite you to join our Instagram community at The Awesome Little Co. And if you want more resources and tools for personal development and planning, organizing your day so you can live your dream life, join The Awesome Little community at theawesomelittle.co. Planning tip number one, don't fill your calendar just to fill it up. I am guilty of this in the past. I would put things on my calendar I theoretically like to do that day just to fill an empty space. Do not fill your calendar or planner just to fill it up. Every time you do not complete that task that you put in your schedule just because, you are breaking a promise to yourself. You are solidifying that in your mind, you are a person that can't listen to yourself and it will become a habit in all areas of your life. And you may be thinking, that seems kind of harsh, but it's true. It's the little things that make us who we are over time. So don't fill your schedule up with things you might do where it would be nice to do. Stick with the things you will get done no matter what and your non-negotiables. For all that other stuff, you can make a separate, it would be nice if I got this done list, but don't put it as a task in your calendar. Onward to tip two is to reword your tasks so they sound fun. You want to do yoga for 20 minutes on Tuesday. So you write yoga 20 minutes on your schedule on Tuesday. But when the time comes to bend and stretch, you don't feel motivated to do it. This happens to all of us with so many different types of tasks. Instead, reword your yoga goal so it sounds appealing. Something like connect with my body or me time or let's get bendy 
Whatever sparks joy and motivation in you. Brainstorm ways to word your unappealing tasks so they sound exciting and not like a chore. Tip number three is to group fun tasks with not-so-fun tasks. Don't feel like cooking a meal? Listen to your favorite podcast while doing it. Don't feel like doing work? Have your favorite show on in the background. Don't want to go for a walk? Go do it in a place you've never been but always wanted to go. Maybe you've been wanting to go to the zoo or the mall. Go walk there. Grouping things together can make mundane tasks seem more exciting. Tip four, give your tasks a why. Why are you doing any of the things on your schedule? Give each task a motivating reason behind it. Add gratitude to it or think about the outcome or the ultimate goal of the task. So say you struggle to meditate consistently. Think about what that meditation will give you, not only when it's done right after, but how it will change your life in the long run. Maybe you want to be calmer so you can focus on your goals because reaching them is important to you and meditation will lead you there. Or perhaps you'd like to lower your stress levels so you can be around for your family in the long run and meditation can help you with that. Whatever the task is, choose an emotional or spiritual why to keep you on track. I like this quote and I think it relates to planning well. We can't control the waves, but we can learn to surf. And if I think about this quote in terms of planning, it shows us that we have the power to adapt and learn new things based on the situations we're put in or the hand that we're dealt. You can't always change the tides or problems that come up, but you can learn how to deal with them better and stay on top of your tasks despite the obstacles. So allow room for hiccups in your plan because pivoting how you approach planning will still lead you to where you wanna be. Because if you just give yourself a little time and a new plan, you can work through it. So learn to surf and remember to shine like the gem that you are.